Hi, it's Marion Ellis here, and welcome to the Surveyor Hub podcast, Business Bite Size, where we talk about being in the business of surveying. Okay, so the title of this episode, Attracting the Right People, may be a little bit misleading. Don't worry, I am not going to share with you all any dating or styling tips. No, I'm talking about engagement and visibility. You need to wave your flag high and proud to get attention, but then you've also got to hold the conversation consistently to be credible. Whether it's in your place of work or running your own business, if you want something but find you're getting something else, you need to take a long, hard look at what you're putting out there. For example, a client of mine recently was struggling to recruit. He was placing job adverts out, LinkedIn posts, and getting no joy. What he was getting is people that were just not the right fit. He wanted someone who aligned with his values, the way he wanted to run his surveying business. He wanted someone he could bounce off and have a good topical conversation with. He wanted someone who could fly the flag for his business and potentially take it over and leave a legacy. Yet he told no one of his values, how his business came about and what the practice meant to him and his colleagues. He was expecting candidates to be mind readers. Nowhere was he putting himself out there to have a conversation, particularly online, to demonstrate that he was a nice guy to talk to, really supportive and knew his stuff. So why would the right people want to join his company if they had no idea what he really wanted? You will have heard it before, people buy from people. But to do that, they need to know, like, and trust you. They need evidence that you do what you say and are worth the investment or risk to leave a job they might even hate. Another example is a client who listed 42 different services he could provide his clients on his website. He was one person and had no plans to expand or grow his company in that way. He may have liked the variety, but it was confusing for clients to see what it was that he did, what he was passionate about, and in turn was an expert in. It's one thing to diversify your work in case the market changes. It's another to present a picture to the world that you are a jack of all trades and master of none. It doesn't help the trust part of selling, and it becomes very confusing. A further example is my own. Promoted to director, the circumstances in itself challenging. I was told just a few months in, Marion, you're just not engaging enough. You suck the life out of the room. I'm not sure about sucking the life out of the room, but that sounds like some kind of she devil superpower they thought I had. But not being engaging enough was hard to hear, especially as my job was to do and be just that. But if you've heard my other podcasts or talks, you'll know the importance of trusting your gut instinct, knowing when something is not right and the difference between a lack of confidence, a lack of skill, or being put in a situation where you just can't win. You can work through the first two. The latter, however, is a losing battle. And so how do we become this inviting, captivating magnet, attracting clients and respect from industry peers? Well, firstly, you've got some work to do to understand what you're about, the personal development you'll have heard me talk about in the past, why you do what you do. I'd really recommend watching Simon Sinek's very famous TED Talk, How Great Leaders Inspire Action, and his book, Start With Why. 
You can't articulate what is important to you to others if you don't understand it first yourself. Find the words, work on them to express what you need to say and have an opinion. It doesn't need to be a controversial one either. Take pride in your work. Don't just share testimonials. Yes, they are nice to have, but you can connect more with people if you share what you did and the difference it made. It's definitely not showing off. It's helping people understand how you can help them. Good branding can really help here, but so can just being presentable and being the part. And finally, listen. Give your peers or clients time and attention. Hear what they have to say, really hear so that they feel heard and understood. How would you feel if someone took the time to do that? Would you be more likely to buy from them? Would you be more likely to have a coffee and a chat about potential role? I'm guessing you probably would. And if you want some help in the online space and improving your profile as a surveyor, whatever stage you are at, then pop onto my mailing list and you can also join my monthly Surveyors Get Visible Masterclass. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, you can sign up to hear the latest Surveyor Hub news by joining the mailing list at lovesurveying.com. And don't forget to leave me some feedback and let me know your key takeaways from today's podcast.